Welcome to MJ's Magic Hour. Less than an hour, yet jam-packed with New Earth Magic. I'm your host, Magdalena Jensen, transformative coach and mediator. Let's jump right in. Hello, hello, my lovely MJ's Magic Hour listeners. Wow, I cannot believe that we're at 30 episodes already. If you have been here since the beginning, thank you. If you've only tuned into a few episodes, thank you. If this is your first time listening, welcome and thank you. I feel so full of gratitude that so many of you are keen to hear my words, my heart splayed open on my sleeve, and to listen through some lengthy convos that I have with people that I find fascinating. This whole podcasting thing is a really fun way to meet my edge, to open my throat chakra and to share what comes up in my heart and mind. I have a few interesting conversations in the pipeline ready and recorded for you, but today I'm bringing you a solo episode and we're getting into one of my favorite topics and one that feels incredibly and increasingly important in a 2023 world especially as we have Pluto flirting with Aquarius for a few months before it settles into this revolutionary sign and truly shakes up the world as we know it for a couple of decades. I'm also leaning into my Midhaven and North Node in Aries and seizing upon the activations for myself to tackle this particular topic that I believe is of utmost urgency. So today's topic is sovereignty. We will look at it from an energetic, spiritual, and bodily lens. This week, we have also observed the spring equinox and the astrological new year as the sun shifted out of Pisces and into Aries, and we are supported by all of these cosmological shifts, these fiery new beginnings, to step into a new level of leadership, a new level of sovereignty, especially paired with this Aries new moon and launch of Aries season. It's a time to foster your inner warrior. And whether we like it or not, we're in a period of turmoil, not to say battle, and that requires us all to strengthen our resources and prepare for whatever it is that's coming, whatever it is that's happening in these wild and wacky times, right? Now is not a time to be complacent in our sovereignty. If this insane roller coaster of a social, psychological, and medical experiment these past three years has shown us anything, it's that we are being led from all sides to give up our freedoms. More accurately, we are being bullied and barraged from all angles. And now we are offered an opportunity by the cosmos to reclaim ourselves, to forgive ourselves for any lines that we may have crossed that do not sit well in our hearts and to let it go to make space for our individual and collective liberation. The change we wanna see in the world, well, it begins with us. You have heard me speak many times over about the concept of a new earth, and that's a term literally in the subtitle of this podcast and a term that I am rethinking due to its loaded connotations, but that doesn't matter right now and that's a tangent. What I wanted to say is, You have heard me speak many times over about the concept of a new paradigm, a huge shift in human consciousness that we are undergoing as a collective humanity. 
One might even think or notice that this rapid development in AI recently is a symptom of what organic consciousness is undergoing, for it is we the human that it input into AI and thus its development somehow is a mirror or a metaphor for our own. The development of AI and its rapid pace of improvement, coupled by the idea that I'm sure that governments or other institutions that don't necessarily have our interests at heart have far more sophisticated AI behind the curtain, so to speak, and we're just shown a fraction of its current capabilities. In any case, the rapidly increasing sophistication of AI makes the topic of sovereignty in our humanness all the more urgent and essential for us to cultivate on many levels. So before I get into a few tips for cultivating sovereignty, let's clear out any potential guilt or shame you may have about not always maintaining, standing up for, or holding your sovereignty in whatever way that might look for you. Firstly, remember that we live in a late stage or even arguably a state capitalist society. Certainly in most developed countries and potentially on a more global scale with just a few outliers. This means that corporations have basically taken over government, financial capital is concentrated in the hands of very, very few, and we can observe exacerbating inequalities in an economic sense and absurdities in any sense of liberalism and democracy. So the pendulum has basically swung so far over it's making us ill. We're obsessed with material goods yet have less and less money to buy anything. We work our asses off and never have time to enjoy the fruits of our labor. We reject and denounce spirituality, yet put our faith and our fate in the hands of disgustingly corrupt individuals and institutions. This is all systemic, institutional, and implemented by very powerful people with exclusively their own self-interest at heart. Thus, they are nefarious. They do not care about your well-being nor the greater good. They employ extremely manipulative fear tactics, and it's no wonder most of us are just in fucking survival mode, trying to make any sense of it all. Our nervous systems are hijacked and manipulated and just doing their jobs to keep us safe, and that is totally all primal. We live in the safest world we have ever lived in, yet scarcity and fear are shoved down our throats. And that has the most primal part of us, the part that we share with animals, the part of us that hasn't evolved as quickly as our cognitive minds, our central nervous systems, it has our central nervous system simply doing its job to try to keep us safe. So don't spend any extra energy or time on shame and regret. Clear all that shit out and actively start to take steps forward to reclaim your sovereignty. The other side of the sovereignty coin, so to speak, is responsibility. They go hand in hand and make up two sides of the same thing. So a lot of what I'm going to speak about requires you to take responsibility. No more giving away your power for convenience. It's time to make a bit of an effort and take some damn responsibility for yourself in the world. Tough love time. No one is going to save us. It is our job to save ourselves. Now, let's get into some of those steps that you can take to cultivate sovereignty. Firstly, energetic. 
We need to start taking clear responsibility for how we be in the world, for the vibration that we give off. We are wholly responsible for how we comport ourselves energetically in a public environment out in the physical world, but also the digital world. And this responsibility includes giving grace to people who are struggling. Now, I'm sure you can all remember a time when someone walked into a room and almost instantly the vibe went off. Like someone would have cracked open a rotten egg and suddenly everybody's wrinkling their nose and looking around for the source of the yuck. So let's apply that to a person. You can surely recall a time when someone walked into the room and you felt a bit of tension in your back a wrinkle in your nose, and you're looking around for whatever makes you suddenly uncomfortable and you suddenly notice someone in the corner scowling, arms crossed, scanning the room like they're ready to pick a fight and unload on some innocent bystander. Now, I hope this isn't triggering anybody. Myself, I immediately imagine me, (laughs) myself, at the Department of Motor Vehicles, trying to get my driver's license renewed. It's always tough for me to handle that kind of bureaucracy. It makes my mood go sour and I could literally yell at the first person in front of me. So this is the perfect moment to practice energetic sovereignty and we can look at it from two angles. If I am sensing a bad vibe in someone else, I can simply take note. I can steer clear. I can remain centered in myself and remember that whoever they be doesn't have anything to do with me. Plus, I can clear my energy after the interaction. If I am the person totally triggered and in reactionary battle mode, then I also have an opportunity to take responsibility for myself, to regulate my nervous system and come to a place of grounded, centered energy so I can become responsive not reactionary. Let's talk about that first. How to create energetic sovereignty and truly take responsibility for your vibration, for your being, for how you show up in each and every moment. This comes down to nervous system regulation, which I've spoken about before on this podcast. In acute cases of nervous system dysregulation, aka being triggered in the moment, and your body gets tense, your breathing gets shallow and more rapid, your palms might get sweaty, your heart rate goes up, you feel alert and aggressive, or you feel defensive, or potentially you feel frozen and like you wanna get the fuck out of there. This is an automatic instinctual reaction in the body. An impulse triggered when your subconscious believes that you're under some kind of threat, even if it's only just a perception and has activated the sympathetic nervous system, the fight, flight, freeze mode. In those moments where there is truly no apparent danger, It is essential to remind yourself that you are safe in order to allow your body to relax, to cease adrenaline production and trigger the parasympathetic nervous system, AKA rest and digest mode, which allows you to respond rather than react. How to remind yourself that you are safe. One of my favorite ways is tapping, AKA EFT, AKA emotional freedom technique, a quote unquote pseudoscience based on traditional Chinese medicines, acupuncture points and positive psychology. So for example, it can help to tap the phrase, I am safe here and now, I am safe in my body into the karate chop point on your hands for you know a good 30 seconds or more. Now there are about nine to 12 EFT points that I normally work with on the body. But for the sake of this podcast, I can offer you this very simple, urgent intervention 
to regulate your nervous system and shift your energy from frantic to tranquil. So tapping into the hand, assuring yourself that you are safe in your body here and now. Also, you can start to slow and deepen your breathing. A longer inhale and a longer exhale engages the diaphragm, which sends a signal to your brain that you are safe and it can relax. It also brings more oxygen into your blood, which moves the adrenaline out of your system faster. So these are the ways, these are just some ways that you can start to take responsibility for your energy and how you show up by regulating your nervous system. Now, back to that example of the rotten egg in the room, how to take back your sovereignty when someone else's energy is way off and it really affects you. You are not a victim. You do not have to be affected by whatever anyone else's actions, words, or vibrations are. You have the opportunity to maintain energetic sovereignty no matter what kind of energetic force you come up against. So for more acute circumstances, when you feel you've taken on some, someone, someone's something that is really heavy, or you feel like you're super affected by someone else's raging outburst, first of all, remember that that is not your responsibility. We are all sovereign humans trying our best to navigate this wild and wacky world with whatever resources that we have available to us. So you can quite simply shake it off, quite literally. That phrase surely comes from this and it points to our animalistic nature because this is how animals process stress out of their bodies. They shake. If a gazelle outruns a lion on the Sahara, their body goes into involuntary shakes and they move the stress right out of their bloodstream. Never think about it again and simply bound away. We can do the same. And in fact, I myself often do this with clients during a session or right after a particularly emotionally charged hour of coaching. I will stand up, tap my feet, shake my hips and arms and head and legs and hands, I know I look like a crazy person, but I feel so much better after just 30 seconds of shaking it off. And I feel like I've released anything that wasn't mine. I personally also practice clearing my energy field every evening before bed by releasing anything that is not mine nor serving my highest good and calling back all of my vital energy. So these are some ways, plus meditation, exercise, and journaling, that I take responsibility for how I be and thus maintain energetic sovereignty. I have this idea, this dream, that if more people would just keep their nervous systems regulated and their auric fields clear, then the world would be drastically different. I can't wait for the day that this happens and I love holding this vision in my mind. Now onto spiritual sovereignty. For too long, our world has been held up by the major religions telling us that God is outside of us and that we need a priest, an imam, a rabbi, a monk, whoever to access quote unquote him. That is a lie perpetuated since, at least in the case of Christianity, 
Emperor Constantine decided that he needed something to serve his political agenda of expanding the Roman Empire across Europe and into Asia. Something to unite certain classes against others and to uphold his hierarchical system and position. He invoked an ecumenical council, aka the Council of Nicaea, in 325 AD to decide what the doctrine of Christianity would look like. Until then, so for over 300 years after the death of Jesus Christ, Christianity had been fragmented, never united under one doctrine, and it really looked a lot more like a bunch of fringe sects believing in Jesus and worshiping according to their preferred texts about his life. At the Council of Nicaea, Constantine and co. decided to toss out four texts, four gospels that did not serve his political agenda of establishing his unquestioned authority and creating a slave class to execute his megalomaniacal ambitions. These four gospels have resurfaced over the years, protected and presumably hidden by those who dared question Constantine's and later the Holy Roman Empire, then the Catholic Church and other branches of Christianity's authority. These four texts include the Gospel of Mary Magdalene, the letters of Paul and Thecla, the Gospel of Paul and the Gospel of Thomas, often known as the Gnostic Gospels, aka the more esoteric texts. These four texts share a few common threads that would be considered heresy by the big C church. The chief assertion being that God is within us all. We all have a direct connection to God and can foster this connection by tuning into our heart. And that, my friends, is the key to spiritual sovereignty. Potentially the key to toppling these gigantic, corrupt, and politicized religious institutions and liberating ourselves, empowering ourselves with this truth to awaken, to remember that we all carry God within us. Now, I say this as a woman who was raised Catholic, and I chose to do my confirmation. I lived in Poland for 13 years in my adult life, where the Catholic Church has completely taken itself too far to religious extremism and political and financial corruption, not to mention the molestations of young children, especially boys. I outright rejected any religion or spirituality for years until I awakened to this truth and learned a new history about Mary Magdalene, my namesake, a story that resonates as real and true and not fictitious and slanderous nonsense about her being a prostitute and subservient to Jesus. Talk about some agenda-driven programming, right? Now, I am not saying to stop going to church or temple or mosque or wherever feels right for you. I am saying that it's high time we stop giving our power over to these institutions by all means partake in a service to feel comfort and to feel solace and remember that that is all that that is a fleeting feeling your direct channel to god within is forever it almost makes it worth cultivating no let's move on to discuss bodily sovereignty i assume that some will consider this controversial but I can't really understand why other than programming to keep us divided. We have seen a total assault on our bodily sovereignty these past few years from masking that at best do nothing to stop transmission of a particular ailment and at worst have very negative side effects on children's psychological and oral development, not to mention social skills through to quote unquote 
safe and effective injectables that are anything but. This whole pandemic has been an exercise in just how far authorities can push us to comply. We were even told that this is quote unquote for our freedom. Get a jab and you get to travel. Yeah, that smells like a stinky ass paradox to me. Look, I am 100% pro freedom. You are free to choose whatever you want to do with your body, just as I am free to choose whatever I want to do with mine. I am 100% pro-choice. I believe a woman, every woman, has every right to choose what to do with a pregnancy. I extend that belief beyond abortion and to include every single other medical procedure. With the corporatization of the healthcare system, I no longer believe that our best interests are served by white lab coat wearing scientists and doctors. I hold the fundamental belief that you know what is best for you and so do I for me. This is a fundamental tenet from which I coach and it holds true in all areas of my life. It stems from the previous lens of sovereignty, spiritual sovereignty. I believe that you have God in you, and so do I, and I don't presume to know anything for you better than you know. This is why I support my clients to actually hear their intuition, to learn to discern what is fear talking and what is their inner wisdom piping up. Most often, I find that fear feels ungrounded, flighty, maybe brings with it a tightening of the throat or chest. And I find that intuition feels solid and grounded in the lower half of the body. It often shows up with a relaxing of the shoulders, a sigh of relief, and maybe a light smile on your lips. So no matter what has ever happened to your body, whether it was consensual or non-consensual, you can always rebuild and take back your bodily sovereignty by adopting the belief that you know best. And why do you know best? Because you and your intuition are fucking tight and you boost her confidence by listening to her over and over again. It's really that simple. You build that empowered, grounded, strong, and sovereign relationship in your body by listening to your intuition above all else. On top of this, take care of your health. It is our responsibility to maintain health, homeostasis, and well-being in our bodies in order to decouple our reliance on Big Pharma, whose only interest is to keep you ill so that they will have customers for life. They do not care about you or your health, so you have to. It's part of our responsibility, and that means maintaining your strength and fitness levels plus paying attention to your nutrition. For some, that might mean working out and supplementing. For some, that might mean taking daily walks and eating lots of colorful fruits and vegetables. Whatever it is, you know best how to rejuvenate and maintain your health. And if you don't know, but you want to start, look for specialists to support you and help you. And always lean on your intuition to discern if any received guidance is actually right for you. And guess what? That applies to this podcast as well. Feel free to keep what sticks from what I've said and just toss out the rest. That is an exercise in sovereignty for you, and I'm here for it, babes. Now, I feel like I've been talking for an age, <laughs> but I really hope that I have given you something to contemplate, 
some practical tools to foster more sovereignty in yourself and in your life as you lead yourself through this new paradigm shift. Now is the time for all of us to step up and into our leadership, especially leadership of ourselves first, to take responsibility, to reject convenience and complacency. We are in for a very few, very exciting few months, few years, few decades. Honestly, who really knows what's in store for us? All I know for sure is that we were born for these times or else we wouldn't be here. It's truly as simple as that. And now, my dear, I'm sending you love wherever you are on your journey. Thanks for tuning in. If you loved this episode, leave a review or share to a friend because sharing is caring. As always, I would love to hear your takeaway from today's MJ's Magic Hour. So drop me a DM on Instagram, Magdalena Jensen underscore coach. If you have been considering coaching, I would be thrilled to support you to create sustainable change in your life. Feel free to check out my website, www.magdalenajensen.com and let's chat. It all starts with a conversation. Take care of yourself and sending love.